Brittany here with the Wayward Lasses, reminding you to like, follow, and subscribe to us on all the things. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Come on, what are you waiting for? Did you do it yet? Okay, let's start the show. My issue starting out, which looking back now, I'd call it an issue, but I was putting a lot of it on a credit card because I didn't have the like startup capital and I really wanted to start making some extra money on the side to help pay, you know, pay for other bills. And like, you know, I wasn't really thinking it would turn, it would become so big so fast either. Um, but it, it got into a problem of me going into the store and buying eight yards of a lot of different prints. Um, and then, you know, for, for my launches now, just to put it into perspective, for um, a print, I buy no more than three yards. That's more than enough to make enough of what will sell. And then I'll have, you know, I won't have so much extra fabric laying around. Um, so I definitely, uh, I don't do that anymore. I've learned my lesson. Welcome to the Wayward Lasses All the Things Podcast. Real content. Encouraging. For real women. Affirming. Loving. Every age and stage of life. Are you ready to get real with the Wayward Lasses? You've come to the right place. Let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the next episode of the Wayward Lasses All The Things podcast. I'm your host today, Brittany, joined by my sister, Courtney. Hello, sister. Hello, sister. Our mother, Amy. Hello, ladies. And our very special guest for this evening, Chloe Dean. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hello. Sorry, we forgot to give you the heads up that sometimes we break out into accents. <laughs> we blame Peppa Pig. <laughs> She's like, you guys are weird. Oh, no. I, like, I, don't, I don't have a good enough accent to join in, so I'll just be a... Okay. Okay. Awesome. All right, guys, before we hop into today's episode and all about Chloe's business and her experiences and her stories, uh, we've got to do some trivia first. So mom, I believe you have trivia. You want to take it away? I do. And Chloe had requested something around either dogs, food, or what was the other one I wrote down? Music. Dogs, food. Music. 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 So I picked dogs. Perfect. <laughs> or animals, did you say? Any case. She said animals. All right. <laughs> animals. I picked dogs. <laughs> All right. So, ooh. Sorry. That's my dog is in here with me. <laughs> no, that's fine. They second in agreement. Your dog seconded the, yes, in agreement. He's quite large. Uh. So he's loud. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Um, We'll have to introduce your pet to us later or now. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? This is Bellamy. He's a one and a half year old golden retriever and he's um he's, he's very uh needy. All right. Yeah, he's like, uh, you're not giving me any attention. Nope. Please give me. He's a big boy. Oh my yeah, gosh. Big. <laughs> yes, a hundred pounds of goofball. Lay down. Oh, oh my wow. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh wow. All right. Please Thank you for that. I love that. Yes. Still yeah. Oh my god. So. Yep. Not my, fully. My other older dog is asleep in another room because she's. <laughs> 
boring, but you know, puppies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. He's like, play with me. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, ladies. Love it. Yeah. We've got <laughs> trivia then um, around dogs. So the first one, what part of a dog is as unique as a human fingerprint? Oh, I know. Do we? Do I just blurt it out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. The nose. Their nose. She got it. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's their nose. Have you ever looked at it? They're like little octagons, and they're all different. It's really cool. Oh, I did not notice that. I'll have to go peek at my dog's nostrils later. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> That's a good one. Good. I didn't. I didn't know that one. Okay. Yeah. Um, a Great Dane named Zeus is known as the tallest dog ever. How many inches? How many inches tall was he? Oh gosh. Sixty-five inches? Maybe. I know, so <laughs> I'll, little I'll go with the over. Sixty-seven. I'll We're go going. under. Fifty-five. <laughs> <laughs> 44 inches. Oh. 44 inches. How many feet is that? It's just about four four? Emma is 48 inches. So it's like as tall as Emma. Yeah. That's still, that's a very big dog. That's a very big dog. Yeah. It's almost as tall as me. Yeah. So just standing with his head, he was as tall as, that's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Very big dog. Really crazy. (laughs) All right. How about this one? What breed of dog is considered the overall largest dog that should be like a mastiff a pyrenees a great pyrenees yeah according to my way in here according to no dogs (laughs) great dane i don't know it sounds big uh chloe was correct the mastiff the mastiff wow mastiff you guys remember max yeah. Of course you remember Max. No, don't know what you're talking about. All right. Who is Max? <laughs> <laughs> All right, a few more for you guys. Or ladies, <laughs> I should say. Bluey is an Australian cattle dog who is known as the oldest dog to have ever lived. How old was Bluey when he died? Oh, gosh. It's amazing. In American years? American in human years or <laughs> doggy years? Yeah. In Scottish years. <laughs> I'm guessing 30. 30. We got 30 on the table. Yeah. I'm 22. Say, yeah, like 25. Go with 25. Uh, 29. Oh. Wow. Wait, is it like the price is right if you go over and you lose? <laughs> oh, you're out. <laughs> you're out. So Chloe was closest without going oh, over. Without going over. Chloe's okay, taking butt here, guys. 29. That's crazy. Can you imagine that? All right. It's a long time. Uh, a couple more. I know I've said this already. A couple more. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully he wasn't, like, hopefully he was still kind of active. I'm not going to wish dogs live forever. I know. I know. Go lay down. All right. What famous musician has a song titled Hound Dog? Elvis. Presley. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I had to add it in. That's right. Yes. <laughs> The ladies are correct. Elvis Presley. Okay, two more. What breed of dog is used as a piece in the popular board game Monopoly? Oh. 
bulldog. Is it a bulldog? I I think it's the little um oh what are they? It's like a little terrier. It's like a Jack Russell terrier. Yeah, something like that, right? It's a Scottish terrier. Scottish oh. Scottish terrier. Ugh. Get half half <laughs> points for that one. Half <laughs> points. Uh, and this one was a good one to end on. What breed of dog played Marley in the film Marley and Me? That would be a golden retriever. Or wait, no, it's a lab. Or is it? Wait, what is it? It's a golden retriever. Pick one. Pick one. <laughs> oh, I don't know. You, I know you said it. <laughs> um, we'll go. Maybe it's a lab. No, I think it's a lab. Is it's, it? It is. It is. Okay. <laughs> it is a lab. Oh. Yeah. <sighs> that movie. I can't with with. Yeah, I can't with animal animal movies. Oh. Dogs that make me cry. I can't. <laughs> They never, they never have a happy ending. No, no never. Well, there was, there's that one where, um, oh, what is it called? Where you, the dog has like thoughts and you can hear the dog with and the he's like, no, but he's with a couple and like the mom ends up, ends up dying with cancer. And then he's with the daughter and the dad. And what is that movie? The one where they're racing like cars. Is that he races it? cars. He races yeah. cars. Yeah. Um, I think it's mm-hmm. like, oh, what is it? like um a dog's life maybe something like that that had yeah. a happy ending i think well i just hate when they <laughs> when they die well did he die did he die the, yeah he probably yeah did. i think, I think I they think all do did. i think he I remember did. cancer oh uh, yeah when i was in fourth grade our fourth grade teacher read us where the red fern grows do you guys know uh, that book? No. Oh, I think I that that was probably the book that scarred me, and that's probably the reason why I don't have dogs, because, like, it was the most heartbreaking story. I won't even tell it, Brittany. Don't, don't read it. It's but bad. But it was horrible. No, I've, horrible. I've, I've, I've read it. I read it. Yeah, they made us read that in school Ew. for some reason. It's mean. <laughs> yeah. It's Did you hard. read it for fun, Courtney? No, I just said our fourth grade teacher. It, oh, it was, okay. It was in, it was in our, our first elementary school, OLQA, and our teacher, I remember, like, used to make us lay our heads down on the desk, and she would read it to us. And I was like, <laughs> I was, like, crying. <laughs> fourth grade. Yeah. It's very traumatizing for a kid. I don't know. That's yeah, awful. My, my dad had to finish reading it to me because I couldn't yeah. read it anymore. Yeah, and I'll not, like, I don't want to make you guys cry, but, like, she just says the lines, and she had no inclination, like, no nothing to voice. She's like, my little girl was dead. And And I was like, I remember, like, crying in class. I couldn't get it together. I was fourth grade. I was nine years old. That's that's terrible. It's traumatizing. Don't recommend to read that one. Yeah, don't read that. Don't (laughs) you need to cry. (laughs) Don't read that. What was she doing reading that to fourth graders? It was required reading, I guess. It's like slow torture. Lay your head down and then visualize what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> She's like reading it to us. It's terrible. This is how you anyway. No. Okay. We can move on. Sorry. Go ahead. Bridge. Okay. Well, that was it for trivia, right, Mom? That is it. I wanted to end with the lab. Oh, okay. was it good? What'd you think of that? Yeah. That was pretty good. I learned a lot. I did not know that about dogs' noses. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a good one to ask. That's, that was interesting. Really so it's crazy. nothing, it's not even their paws. Their paws don't have no, features on them that one might have. Their paws actually have like a very thick type of hair that grows out of the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why when you rub them the other way, it's like rough. It's yeah. Like, 
a different type of hair or I don't know, something like that. (laughs) Interesting. Interesting. Good, good job with the trivia, mom. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we are going to hop into Chloe's story today. Uh, She is the owner of Hannah Chloe Co., which is handmade pet apparel. Um, Before we kind of dive into all that, could you kind of briefly introduce yourself to our listeners? Sure. So my name is Chloe Dean. Um, The full business name is my name. I just go by my middle name. (laughs) Um, That seems to trip a lot of people up (laughs) these days. But I have a long, long background in customer service and business. I went to USC um, in Columbia for business school and everything. And I always knew I wanted to do something um, on my own and creative. Um, and I've always been surrounded by animals and everything. So kind of just came to me one day and I thought it would be a fun thing to try. (laughs) Um, and it just kind of turned into a full on business and it's a lot of fun. I've enjoyed every part of it. Now, did you always, uh, I guess, sew on the side because you make all these by hand, right? I do. So I do make everything by hand, um, or I at least try to make everything by hand. Um, but I, before a couple of years ago, the last time I had even been near a sewing machine was, I think, in elementary school when I got one for Christmas. <laughs> and I, um, I used it once or twice and then couldn't figure out how to um, get the underneath thread <laughs> to have thread again. Yes. Uh, so I just gave up on it. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's all a lot of uh, YouTube and Google and reading manuals. But anybody, mm-hmm. anybody can use a sewing machine. It's it just takes a little bit of a learning curve, I think. So you kind of took your passion and love for animals with kind of what you were doing with sewing, and you came up with this with this company. Yeah, for sure. I um. I was kind of, I'm a little bit more of like a minimalistic style and kind of not like super girly or super masculine with how I dress my dogs or like the collars that I buy them, you know, it's just solid colors. And I couldn't find anything out there that was exactly that or that was affordable. So Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm pretty sure I can do this myself and have something that's more of a chill vibe for people that's also around 20 bucks, because let's be honest, your dog's going to tear it up in a couple months. Yeah. <laughs> um, <but laughs> luckily my bandanas and bow ties and stuff, they hold up really well. You can put them in the washing machine, let them air dry. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's turned out to be a really high quality, affordable product, which is amazing. Yes, and I'm just scrolling through your site here right now. I love them, and I love that you have your dogs uh, kind of as models, and almost all of them. I mean, they look amazing, and I can't wait to share this with all of my fellow dog friends because I have a dog. My mom has three dogs. Courtney doesn't have a dog, but we're gonna get her one. We're gonna get kids. Just kids. You could put them in. Would be cute, maybe. (laughs) We still could wear a bandana. I think it's cute. And she has these really cute uh, bow ties. I know, I see them. them. The the Duchess bows that you can get for Emma. She would love those. I love the patterns. They're so bright and colorful. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I try to have a good variety of like girly stuff and then stuff for boys and then stuff that's kind of gender neutral. And I Mm -hmm. I try to make something for every size animal because, you know, there's a lot of other stores, all the bows and the bandanas and stuff. They just have a lot of smaller sizes Mm -hmm. and people with very, very large dogs have even said to me, like, you're the only bow ties that I've found that look normal on my dog, um, which is something I'm very proud to be uh, size inclusive for animals. <laughs> it helps that you have a 100 pound dog at home. Yeah, that, he's a good, um, he's a good uh, model for new things. <laughs> oh, you have one for a cat. Yes, I do. Um, I do cat sizing too. I oh. have even made items for gerbils. And oh bunnies. <laughs> so I have do a lot of custom stuff too. It's fun to do different things for people. Yeah, no, Jumbles. I love it. I can't wait to share. How oh, stinking cute! <laughs> I should get a pet just so I can. No, I wouldn't do that. But how cute! <laughs> I love it. Oh, <laughs> so, so I'm I'm interested in knowing Chloe. Um, I'm trying to think, should we go back to the beginning? So when you first started out, right, um, did you start with a certain pattern and then see if like that took off or did you say, I'm just going to do bandanas and that took off? Like, what were you thinking when you first decided to launch your business online? So initially, um, I've worked in the restaurant industry for a little over a decade now, which is hard to hear. Um, (laughs) um, But, you know, eventually I had moved up to management and eventually everybody, you know, kind of knows their time should come to an end. You get a little burnt out on the customer service, seeing people every day. And I knew I was just trying to find something that I would really enjoy doing every day um, and that maybe other people would be interested in as well. And it, it initially started as cute t-shirts and then bandanas to match the t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of, the t-shirts did not work. A lot of uh, <laughs> learning on that one. The t-shirts did not work, but the bandanas did. Um, I started doing them as just like a square of fabric that you fold over and tie like a normal bandana you find in the store. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't have, I didn't sell anything else other than the bandanas for a while. Um, I was kind of scared to try making something else because, I mean, if you look further back on the Instagram, you can kind of see things were, they looked okay, but they weren't, it's definitely evolved quite a bit. Um, But I think my favorite thing and a fan favorite, everybody loves the Duchess bows, which are the little bow ties with the tails. So they're more girly and they're cute and not a lot of other pet brands have them that I've noticed mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah, that's definitely true. Uh, I mean, you, if you see, like if you go to PetSmart or something, there's just going to be just the bow tie, but none of them have the little tails that come off on the end. And yeah. you're right, like these these are definitely like the cutest little patterns as well. I love them. I'm still, I'm just, sorry if I'm looking off. I'm just like looking at your website. I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> I do. Um, I think my first three prints were sharks, uh, lemons, and cows. And the, the sharks were probably the most popular. They were really oh, cute. Wow. 
And then I see that your logo is your two dogs. It is. Um, oh, I was just going to yeah. mention What's your other one? The Bellamy and what's the other one's name? Uh, Bridget. The, the smaller Bridget. one wearing the bandana is Bridget. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Did you uh, did you have someone kind of create that design for you? I did. did you know? So um, I in, initially, my first logo I drew, um, I try to do things myself, um, but I'm only so talented. <laughs> Um, but a really lovely um, woman in, I believe she lives in Texas, if I'm thinking correctly, um, but it's Strut Light Design Co. Um, and she does a lot of pet portraits. And I knew I wanted a pet in the logo just to make, that way you, you know what it is when you look at it. Um, mm-hmm. And I, she had done portraits of my dogs anyway, so I just asked if maybe she would do the logo and she was more than happy to i mean she absolutely killed it it's amazing yeah it, it looks perfect. great i, love, I it. love it so you have your business set up i'm just you know continuing to backtrack a little bit um i want to know and share with our listeners if you could like what were some maybe challenges or obstacles you feel like you had to overcome or that you faced while trying to branch out and expand your business yeah um definitely a lot of challenges. Um, you know, I think anybody that's starting their own business or their own kind of original idea is going to come into a lot of, how do I do this? And there's not a lot of, you know, you can't type into YouTube like, okay, how do I set up an LLC? And then do I need my retail sales license? Do I need uh, you know, your tax ID number and all of this stuff. And it's kind of, you just have to figure it out. And um, I did kind of come into the issue of trying to grow a little too fast for what I could do. Um, you know, trying to take deals that were a lot more of a quantity than, than I could ever, you know, put out in a timely manner. And, you know, it's okay to say no sometimes, <laughs> because you have to realize you are still small, you are still learning, um, and you can't say yes to everything, sadly. But (laughs) that's probably the biggest thing I've had to, like, stop myself sometimes, because I'm like, all right, I can't keep pushing back deadlines or, um, you know, falling short on what people are wanting, because I need to just focus on putting out the best I can and if that's something I can't do, then it's okay to say, you know, that's not really something I can, I can swing right now, but maybe in the future. Right. That makes sense. That's something that we talk about a lot, I think, with a lot of our other uh, guests as well, is having to be having um, to set up boundaries and kind of being able to say no and that it's okay. Does it make you weak or does it mean you don't have it all together? Sometimes you just have to say no. So, Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, it's a lesson hard learned, I think, but a lesson that we have to all learn. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> I think it's hard because especially when you're starting your own business, you want the business. Yeah. It's yeah. hard to say no and you want to be like, okay, yeah, I can do that, I can do that. But I guess it, at some point it hit you, you're like, I just can't. And you had to say no to that. Oh, yeah. for sure. And, um, you know, with the business background that I do have, I at least kind of came out of college knowing, you know, I got to focus on actually making a profit, even with the wholesale deals that I am doing. And within, I think it might've been three or four months into opening my business, 
I had someone reach out and they wanted to do like 300 bandanas um, for like a festival in California. And I mean, they wanted to pay me $1 per bandana basically. And I was like, there's no way I can, I would be losing money. And I just had like, even though it was a great opportunity, it just wasn't right. And I'm looking back, I'm really happy I didn't do that because my product wasn't I, I wouldn't have been proud of having that many people see my product at that point anyway. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Now, are you doing this all by yourself in your home? I am. So a one woman show. I do all of the uh, admin taxes, the uh, making of the product and putting it all together, setting up for markets, everything. Yeah. Um, I know that my mom is looking into, she's trying to make gnomes and we were discussing the process of like your um, experience of op- the opening experience. Is that something that you, cause I know that could be difficult to plan for, especially with budgeting. If you wanted to make it this huge experience where you open up this box and there's like glitter everywhere. I I'm not sure, but like, <laughs> can you kind of like, <laughs> can you kind of walk us through your process of how you do that? Cause I've opened things where it's just, you know, I open the plastic yeah. bag or the box and it's just in there and yeah. I don't necessarily care. If, it's not going to make me think any less of the product if it has, doesn't have a crazy opening experience, but could you kind of walk us through what you did and your thought process for that? Of course. So um, a big part of marketing and getting, you know, return customers is that whole experience of when they get it. You know, they're already excited to get it after they purchase it. Um, And you definitely don't want them to be disappointed at all when they get it. So I try to always have a good amount of, you know, thank you for your purchase if you, you know, please tag us if you take a picture, stuff like that. And then I also include a little treat. Um, what I do, I used to do stickers and dog treats, um, but now I just do a dog treat. And then um, if they do a certain amount of like purchasing, then I'll include like a little freebie, maybe a matching scrunchie or um, hmm. like a little sticker something like that. I mean, it's hard because you, you know, you only have so much money that you can spare on packaging anyway. Um, So there is a way, you know, you can include it in your shipping cost too, especially with Shopify, which is very handy. Um, That way it covers at least, you know, the box or, you know, the stuffing that's in there. And I try to make it colorful and fun, but you can still do it without spending you know, $5 on the packaging because you can get a roll of, you know, thank you stickers from Amazon for $12 and there's maybe Mm -hmm. 200 stickers on there. And then, you know, you can get bright colored poly mailers and those are really um, affordable and then just a fun tissue paper to wrap it in stuff. I mean, there's like little, it's the little things I think that really show through anyway and Mm -hmm. not like, Oh, a free scrunchie that I might wear, but if it just is a fun. <laughs> I don't know if y'all could hear that. Could y'all hear yeah. that? <laughs> that is so funny. He's never done that before. I'm so sorry. He just he's he's asleep and he was howling. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was really funny. That was so cute. I yeah, thought there was like, you have to leave that in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, we will. <laughs> I thought it was like something in my room. And I was like, what is, is that my stomach? Like, what is happening? <laughs> I didn't know what was happening at first because I thought it might have been like a car driving by, but it was, it was the goofy guy. Oh yeah, he keeps um he keeps life light and happy. That's for sure. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we're definitely gonna keep that in. <laughs> I can't believe you did that, buddy. <laughs> so I have a question too. You know, when you when you started out, you, you talked about the patterns and you had sharks and uh, cows and I forget what the other one was, the other pattern. Uh, oh, lemons. I actually, <laughs> I was, I had some extra, but this was the lemons. <laughs> oh, wow. I love it. I love so, that. Yeah, I found some ac- extra fabric, so I used it to make some extra stuff um, for a pop-up that I had over the weekend. <laughs> but So... You you started with the three, I guess, patterns, if you will. But do you ever find yourself, ooh, I like this pattern, and I can pick this up, and I like that pattern, and I can pick this up? Or were, did you find yourself that you were disciplined? Because I know one of the things is I have to show you, like, what I have here in my corner. I just keep picking things up and don't necessarily finish anything. Mm-hmm. So did you find when you first started that – that's what you did. You just had a whole bunch of stuff or were you disciplined enough to say, all right, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this. And when I'm done with this, then maybe I'll go ahead and get more of that. Um, Walk us through that. So um, I definitely have a little bit of um, an impulse control problem when it comes to (laughs) buying fabric, Yeah, especially because when I was starting out, I was like, oh, this costs this much per yard, but I can get this much money back. Mm -hmm. And my issue starting out, which looking back now, I'd call it an issue, but I was putting a lot of it on a credit card Mm because I didn't have the like startup capital. And I really wanted to start making some extra money on the side to help pay, you know, pay for other bills. And like, you know, I wasn't really thinking it would turn it would become so big so fast either. Um, but it it got into a problem of me going into the store and buying eight yards of a lot of different prints. Um, and then, you know, for, for my launches now, just to put it into perspective for um, a print, I buy no more than three yards. That's more than enough to make enough of what will sell. And then I'll have you know, I won't have so much extra fabric laying around. Okay. Um, so I definitely, uh, I don't do that anymore. I've learned my lesson, but <laughs> yeah, because you'll have the print on the website for quite some time. And um, from watching other entrepreneurs on YouTube and stuff, they basically, what how they explain it is the longer that you have the same print or style on the website, people might think, oh, their business isn't doing well. Or, oh, that's not selling. It's been up here for so long. I don't want that because other people don't like it. Kind of that kind of like psychology behind it. So I've been trying to keep it to smaller prints per launch and only getting enough for the print to be up for, you know, maybe three, four months. 
Um, okay. But it's been working a lot, a lot better too. Plus, you can only say sold out, which drives more traffic. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. And actually, oh. I do have a limited bit of quantity left. You know, I could make something. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's crazy the stuff that I, um, especially like the little pocket, the embroidered pocket bandanas that I do. Um, the first couple times I did them, I didn't know how well they would do. So I got a really small amount of fabric. And within a day, I mean, I was down to one of each size and I had posted that, you know, by the afternoon, oh, this is all that's left. And then we sold out by the next morning. Wow, I mean, wow. it just spread like wildflower, wildfire. It was crazy. <laughs> that's all. That's, that's crazy. That's that, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they were really um, cute. So that helps. They are cute. I'm like looking. I'm, I'm on your website. So my cart. Oh my gosh. I'm on your website now. And how cool is it that you can do a create your own? That is so fun. Do you have a lot of customers who, who opt to go that option, go that route? I do. So that was also one of the main reasons I kind of created the whole business because mm-hmm. I like to make things my own. I don't want to have stuff that everybody else has. Um, and I like the solid color with just a name. Like, I think that's so cute and you can match it so easily. You don't have to buy anything else, you know? And, um, I probably do about 60% of sales is the create your own, you know, you can pick a print that's not even on the website, you know? So, and you can have something that nobody else will have. No other sites are really selling that either. So I think it's a great opportunity. Yeah. Ma, did you see that? You should make one for the boys. <laughs> I'm, so I'm looking. That's <laughs> so cute. I love it so much. They really are. Do you, are, do you have a Cricut that you use? Yes. So I, I do. Say, some um, of these patterns look familiar for the fonts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I love yeah, that. I have a um, wide variety of fonts and um, options. Like you can do the vinyl um name or you can get it embroidered because I have an embroidery machine as well so it kind of like whatever your pet needs like if they're more rough and they're outside Mm -hmm. and you're washing the bandana a lot I would probably go with embroidery because it's not gonna you know rub off after so many washes Mm -hmm. Um, you know I mean it just really depends like it can anything can fit the needs of your pets which is I think I, I love that I am able to give that to people. Mm-hmm. So cool. Literally every friend I have has a dog. So you're, I'm about to send your site everywhere. <laughs> now for customers who want to, who want to purchase, make purchase, um, they go on your website. Are you available locally anywhere for our local listeners? Selling in so, shops or anything like that? Um, so I used to be in... Sorry, my cat's trying to get up in the chair now. Oh, no. (laughs) Cat wants to make an appearance. (laughs) Yeah, I love animals. Um, But um, yeah, so I last year I had some items at Blueberry Frog, which is a local like frozen yogurt shop, and they offer like dog froyo and stuff too. Um, I had some stuff. I did some special custom stuff for the Greenville Drive, um, the local like baseball stadium. Um, I'm not sure if they still have stuff, um, but I also had stuff for um, Dog Culture, which is a local doggy 
kind of daycare center and grooming. Um, and I'm working with the Unleashed Dog Bar to do some stuff for them because they just started doing grooming as well. And they're local mm-hmm. to Greenville. Um, but it's mostly online. I am partnered with Six in Maine, um, which is a website that brings together small businesses of big cities. So they have, um, you know, a city for Austin, Texas, or not a city, but a website for Austin, Texas. And it's all of the small businesses that are in Austin. So you can shop your local city online if you might not be able to find them in a store too. So that's a lovely thing that they're doing as well. Awesome. Very cool. I also just noticed that I love that you have the sizing guide because, you know, it's always important to find the right size when you have the sizes <laughs> for the dogs and for the cats. Yes. So I will be inclusive. Yes. I will be. I know, but it's Weren't nice to have. <laughs> yes. But okay. So like when you pick something, it says, you know, XL or, you know, it has like the different sizes. Yeah. But I like that you awesome. actually have what this like in the inches around the neck. Yeah. I love that you actually have that. Oh, yeah. And I actually always tell people, you know, the best way to to do it if you don't have like a you know clothes measuring tape to just wrap it around their neck, take their collar off and just lay it flat. And I think at least everybody has a ruler or like a construction measuring tape, and you can just measure it that way. And that's how you can kind of, you know, you don't want it to be super tight on their neck, but it's a good way to measure. Um, so you don't have to like actually hold your dog still. And because I know that's hard <laughs> to do. I can do my dog. It will be the cat. That will be the hardest. Uh, yeah, cat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Did you say that you have a Maine Coon? I do. So that he's a big um, Yeah. He's, um, come here, buddy. Oh my goodness. I can't wait. <laughs> oh. oh, look. Hello. Oh my goodness. Look at that little fluff ball. He's like, <laughs> get off of me. <laughs> he, loves, he loves being helped. Like, he oh my gosh. Me. He's huge. This is Kiko. Oh he my goodness. Oh. Yeah. He's very, very sweet. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I'm very, very needy. Loves getting pets. Loves to be fed. Oh <laughs> loves, my goodness. Loves the dogs. Awesome. Oh, wow. That's good. Um, Is it like a. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to make I'm a like, weird I'm like into the business thing. About. So go into like court. asking about patterns and whatnot. Go ahead, Court. Uh, I know what my question is. So go ahead. Oh, no, I was making a comment about cats and dogs, and it wasn't anything. Go ahead. <laughs> so for our listeners out here, out there, um, I think this is phenomenal. Um, and you said you've been in business now. I, I, I was trying to read the bio. Is it eight months, or is that oh, um, what I was reading? No, so I opened uh, September 17th. 2021 so almost a full two years okay yeah so for somebody who's looking at this and says hey this is really cool or has some similar idea of doing some type of uh, whether it be pet you know clothing or 
I don't know, something else. Startup costs. Talk about startup costs for us. Can you share, you know, oh, what yeah. that looked like when you first started? So um, I, you know, I didn't do my research that well. Um, I was, I got a very small embroidery machine for, I think, $450 off of Amazon. And I got um, a really small kind of starter sewing machine. I think that was, that was maybe $60. And then um, I bought probably two to $300 worth of fabric. And then the, the big issue I ran into was I decided to buy 400 uh, t-shirts Oh, for the t-shirts and I'm still <laughs> trying to get through them now. Um, oh and that was, I think I spent about $600 on that. Oh um, but okay. overall, um, you know, when you think about other businesses, their startup costs can be quite a lot. And I think mine, just to start, it was at least around maybe $1,500, Okay. Which is, I feel like, pretty doable for most people. Um, it's just, I didn't do my research well enough before I got everything. And, you know, the t-shirts did not work out. And that's yeah. okay. So now I just gotta, you have to pivot and kind of make it work. And I, the t-shirts sell well at um, pop-ups. So that's, that's how I've been getting through them. But <laughs> Yeah, if you're starting a company, <laughs> don't buy 400 t-shirts. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, well, that's not too bad, right? Yeah, I think you're right. I yeah. think 1500 is pretty doable. Um, somebody wants oh, yeah. to, to uh, start with something like this. Oh, for sure. Okay. And, you know, you can always, you know, once you get more money saved and stuff, like now I have an industrial sewing machine and that's worth, I think, a thousand and I got mm -hmm. a bigger embroidery machine and that was, I got it used um, for, right. I think, 1200 um, oh, And then, you know, the Cricut and all that, that's probably like 300 So, I mean, once you're starting to make money, you can actually make the bigger purchases and improve your quality of product, which, yeah. I think, you know, is more important than rushing into it because the, you know, real realistic part of it is you don't know if it will work until you're already doing it. <laughs> so it's not bad to start out small, use sewing machine, a smaller piece of equipment. And like you said, as you, as you make money, then you can go ahead and invest. For sure. Because, yeah. um, you know, there's a lot of times when, you know, people are doing their own thing and trying to sell stuff that they've made you only know so many people and yeah. those people might not say anything about your business for a while. Mm -hmm. um, so it gets, dis it gets discouraging pretty often. And I, Belly, come on. <laughs> he's like, love me. He's, he's probably very confused that I'm talking to myself. <laughs> You know, mama, what's um, wrong? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you get really discouraged. And I've seen a couple other women that have started their own business and stuff, and they don't 
they see other people doing really well and they don't have the same sales or they don't have the same amount of followers or, you know, and within a few months they're selling the stuff that they bought um, to try and make back the money that they spent because they're giving up. And I think it takes, it takes a long time to get to the point of where other people are with all the followers and all the sales and stuff. I mean, you just have to buckle down and it's gonna, it's gonna be slow sometimes. I mean, I had a really slow month in January, but I mean, that's just how it is. You go through slow times. Yeah. Yeah. And you learn. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Um, question for you. I feel like you've talked about some of these things, but, um, would you have any advice that you would want to share, uh, to our listeners, when it either comes to, you know, breaking away from the job that you had before and starting something that you were passionate about or starting up a business in general or just any kind of advice that you'd want to give to our listeners out there. Definitely. Um, I would definitely say before you buy anything, research, um, you know, go onto YouTube and type in like small business or like t-shirt small business and watch videos, see what other people are, st- how they're starting out, see what worked for them, what didn't. Um, definitely getting your head in the right mindset and not rushing into things is a very good, smart thing to do before you uh, start a business. And then um, I definitely recommend not putting everything on a credit card because <laughs> eventually it adds up and you can't pay it off extremely fast when you're just starting out, um, especially if you're, you know, you have other bills and you're probably still working your other job, you're going to be tired, you know, you're, um, and then it's okay if you're not doing as well as the next person that's running their business, because it could be completely different and, you know, vice versa in a year or two, you never know. That's so true. Yeah. COVID. (laughs) Right? I know a lot of people um, started their pet-centered businesses during COVID because a lot of people Mm -hmm. were getting pets um, Mm -hmm. and, you know, their sales have slowed down a lot comparatively to COVID because, you know, people don't have all that free money laying around or they're, you know, not with their dog all the time now because they're going to work. So, You just have to be prepared for anything that could happen. You know, like you want to have savings for your business. That's super important as well. You don't want to just be blowing through all the money. Yeah. Yeah. That's good advice. (laughs) Yeah. That that applies to real life too. Yeah. That's that's a real life thing too. (laughs) Regular life, not just business life. You want to treat your business better than your life. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. I think we can take one. Do do. I said do do. We do do uh, that. I'm just kidding. Oh, my cat. My cat is trying to weasel her way in here. I see the paws coming out from under the door. Yeah. If I had locked them all out of the room, they would have, well, Bellamy especially would have just been crying the whole time. Because he just loves me so much. Oh. I see you, buddy. Wait, I feel like Bellamy, what. Oh, I know where I've heard the name Bellamy. That's from the hundred, I think. Yeah. Where did, you, where did you come up with this name from Bellamy? That's what I named him after. I thought it was a very oh. good character. Um, you know, brave, courageous, and funny. Yes. 
And um, I think it's very fitting for this guy. He's (laughs) everybody calls him Belly for short. (laughs) I love him. Look at him. He's like, I know. Are you okay? Tell me. Oh, that's a great picture. He gives hugs and everything. He's great. He's definitely, he has no idea how big he is, though. I can tell. (laughs) He's like, we're supposed to be cuddling in bed right now, Mom. (laughs) But you're working. (laughs) He's way bigger than in the pictures on your website. The pictures don't do him justice. No, they don't. It's, um, it's, pretty fun to take him places because nobody believes that he's actually a purebred golden retriever but they aren't supposed to be that big I that's what I always tell people like he's I don't know what happened uh, he's about 20 pounds bigger than his dad I think his mom was seven, 65 or 70 which is pretty big for a female um mm-hmm. but yeah my female uh golden retriever she's about 60 which is average. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, he's just large, very large. (laughs) Big boy. (laughs) He's like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm right here. Yeah, he's just staring at the computer now. He's like, are you done? Can you please get off? (laughs) Almost done, Bellamy. Almost done. He's like a toddler sometimes, I feel. (laughs) Very just like, play with me. Let's go outside. (laughs) So Chloe, share with us, what are your goals for this coming year? Yes. So, um, so I do still have, um, two other jobs other than my business, which I think that's probably takes everybody a little bit to get out of, you know, all the jobs um, to support everything, but I'm hoping by next year, I'll be able to just do this full time. Um, but we'll see. Um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a realist when it comes to money and the economy and everything. So I'll probably still always have one other job just in case Mm -hmm. (laughs) you never know. Um, but that, and I, I would really love to, um, be, you know, I'm working on, um, I've had two items sent to Canada recently, so I would love to be more worldwide. Um, but it's with COVID and everything, it's, it's pretty difficult and it's a, a learning curve. I have to do a lot of research and make sure, I, um, cause I don't want the customer to overpay for things when they shouldn't have to. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> We, we appreciate that. Like I don't we appreciate it. <laughs> I, I don't want anybody going broke or spending, you know, their last $50 on on these things because they're just meant to make people happy and be fun and, you know, bring joy to people, not make you late on your rent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very, very true statement. Um. So, Chloe, before we start to wrap things up, um, I wanted to ask you, is there anything that we didn't cover or we didn't talk about that you want our listeners to know, either about you, your business, or in general? (laughs) (laughs) I think maybe he's got something to say. (laughs) Or they can talk to each other. He's playing with a toy now. Uh, Okay. Um, I would probably have to say, hey, (laughs) 
<laughs> Come here. Come here. Right here. Sorry. <laughs> um, I love it. I would I would probably have to say like no matter how nervous you are or you know whatever you're saying to yourself to make you think you can't do something Mm -hmm. just ignore it like you've just gotta try and you know it's okay if things don't work out you tried that's kind of what life is about Mm -hmm. it's okay if you aren't perfect and successful at everything you do but you have to try different things to find what you really love doing um and I think nothing nothing is intimidating and you are fully capable of anything you really want to do as long as you're trying your best. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. That's such good advice. I think that when, what is that saying? You fail a hundred percent of the things that you never try. Exactly. You never make shots. You never take. Shots you never take. take. Yeah. Yeah. Uh So it's same, same concept. Like you just have to try. But that fear of stepping out of your comfort zone, right, and, and and putting yourself out there, especially when it's your own business, I feel like it's, it could be pretty intimidating, oh, especially as a um, woman, you know. So, oh yeah, I mean that's uh, that's a whole other. Yeah. Whole you, come, other you come back, you come back, and we'll talk. We'll talk more about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll have to have a whole another episode about that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, you're fine. Jeez. You're fine. <laughs> to any of our listeners just listening, you guys are going to have to tune into YouTube and watch because there's some, some activity going on here and it's awesome. Yeah, they're um, wrestling on the ground right now. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, she woke up. She's up from her nap. Yes. So she's um, almost seven and she... She is in control of this big hundred pound dog. She <laughs> regularly. She, I mean, she will tackle him to the ground in split second. It's amazing. <laughs> but she's she's all the noise you're hearing. It's oh, okay. not, not the oh. boy, which is incredible. <laughs> Great, That's so funny. Chloe, could you share with everybody, and we're going to put this on the show notes as well, um, where everybody can find you. I know it's the same thing everywhere, so that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so it is Hannah Chloe Co. So that's H-A-N-N-A-H-C-H-L-O-E-C-O. Um, and that's exactly how you can find us. You can Google us and the website will pop up. That's um, our username for Instagram, Facebook. We are on TikTok. We don't post a ton on TikTok. I'm very sorry to disappoint anybody who's on TikTok a lot. But um, yeah, we're on everything with the same name. Just make it super easy. That is very easy. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And, well, uh, <laughs> yeah, if, no, go ahead. Yeah. If you um, ever need to save a little extra money on any of your orders, feel free to go to Instagram. We have a whole group of brand reps all their codes get you 15% off of your order. Um, and you can just, all their codes are on Instagram on the highlights. Um, so feel free to use those. They get a little kickback from it too. So I always like to share that with people. Awesome. I'm, right, I'm oh. writing that down. Yes. <laughs> it's awesome. I'm going to your site now. I'm going I don't have pets, right but I am going to share it with all of my friends who do have pets. Everybody. <laughs> has pets. I'm like the only person, so it's fine. <laughs> 
one day maybe we'll see um but chloe we've absolutely loved having you um on the podcast this conversation has been so much fun um and your your work ethic and your your creativity um it's just so inspiring so i love what you've done um love your business we've loved having you and we just can't wait to just watch your business continue to grow it's gonna be awesome so thank you for joining us. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for having me. This has been a really um, a really fun and different thing that I've never done before. So thank you so much for uh, allowing me to be on your podcast. It's awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll have to have you back next year. Yes. yes. Maybe I'll be, um, you know, living it up in New York or something, making dog babies. <laughs> Hey, yeah, never. I'm yeah, putting it out there. Now. Maybe it'll happen. Yeah, put it out there. We'll see. You're making your, your manifestation board. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well, thanks everyone for joining us tonight. Please go check out Hannah Chloe Co. It's awesome. Um, and check out the Wayward Lasses on Facebook and YouTube and all the things podcast, uh, all the things podcast, Ch- all the things, um, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, all the places. Um, as always, thank you for tuning in and for supporting us. We couldn't do it without you guys. And until next time, we are the Wayward Lasses reminding you to keep it real. Bye. Thanks for stopping by, guys. Thanks, Chloe.